Welcome to the Training Kings Podcast, inspiring and equipping Christians to be successful in business. Hi, this is Francesca. I'm delighted to have Timothy Fanawapo here on the podcast today. Welcome, Timothy. Thank you very much. I'm excited to be talking with you today. Fantastic. Do you want to start by sharing with us all a little bit of your background? Yeah, I'd be happy to. I was born in Nigeria to an African-American mother and a Nigerian father. I spent the first 12 years of my life there and I, I really enjoyed my time there because I really got a lot of freedom to play around in the outdoors and I ate really, really great food, really organic, healthy food. A lot of my food was around, um, was, was simple, were proteins and complex carbohydrates, which is really good for health. Uh, so I was really lean and strong and you know, very agile and very fit, did a lot of sports and things growing up. Uh, coming to the UK at the age of 12, it was a, quite a big change for me. Uh, I, I grew up to, I, I, was, I was born to Christian parents and um, faith was, was, a, was a big part of our lives. But coming to the West was quite a shock for us because uh, the West isn't so, so focused on faith so much. It was quite, a, quite. It took quite some adapting for us in in many, many ways, more ways than I, I would normally, I would imagine, really. Sure. So yeah. So um. So yeah. So coming to to, to the UK, we came to live in Croydon. That's where, where I am. I still am now, and did my studies here and met some amazing people growing up. Yeah. So yeah. So a bit more about me. So yeah, I did my, I did, I completed my university degree at Middlesex University. Did a business degree, and uh, actually before that, I, at the age of eighteen, I came to to faith because one of the key things is that you know you can grow up in a Christian home, but growing up in a Christian home doesn't necessarily mean that you are a Christian. Yeah. I had to find that faith walk myself and that was as a teenager uh, at the age of 18 great and that must have been quite a would you have said that was a life-changing experience or did it feel just like the natural step for you having grown up in a christian family it was it was quite a transformation okay all of my all of my friends were very shocked at the change because it was like it was like night and day yeah. for me I can go into a bit a bit about that if you'd like. Yeah, tell, please please do share with us how you actually you know committed your life to Christ when you were eighteen. Yeah, so at the age of eighteen, a friend of mine was going was going through quite a bit of difficulty. He had taken a, a drug overdose, and he 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 was hallucinating, and he, he'd seen some things. And growing up as a Christian, I thought I would have what it takes to help somebody who's going th- who went through a difficult time like that and what shocked me was that I didn't really have anything to give him I, could, I couldn't encourage him or I couldn't give him any information to help him through the things he saw and the experiences he, that he had and when I I, I went home quite uh, distressed and a bit depressed because you know I thought you know, growing up in a Christian home and going to church, reading the Bible was 
mean something when it came to helping people because that's what you you learn at church you learn you learn those principles of of helping people and looking after your neighbor and that sort of thing yeah absolutely going, yeah so going so i went to bed with without my mind and i had a had a revelation in my dream god appeared i felt god appeared to me and he he spoke to me and he said to me that if i want to make a difference in other people's lives that that i need to take my christianity seriously so i woke up after that dream and i felt the presence of god i didn't know what it was at the time mm. but i know now that that was the presence of god wow and yeah uh, and and soon after that i was um, my brother-in-law invited me to come to the alpha course yeah so i came to the alpha course and that was where i gave my life to christ so i made a confession of faith wonderful that is yeah. that's remarkable um and i think when you have an encounter like that for yourself personally i think it really does something that you know your faith is ingrained because you know that it's real for you um, yes fantastic so you've been a christian since you were 18 now and how does your faith play out in your business that's a good question it's always been my dream to help Christians to understand what fitness is all about and what it means to live a healthy, strong life on this earth. Because we all have a calling in our lives. We all have a purpose for being here. And that purpose is to, to love other people and to show God's life in our lives. God show God's light in our lives. Because, you know, the Bible says, let your light shine so that you know, all men might see your good works. Yeah. and give God glory. And one thing I think we as Christians omit is that whole, the whole importance of looking after our physical body because that's, that is that is the tool that God uses through us to, to impact other people's lives. Mm. So it's, that's, that's always been my, 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 my dream to, to show Christians. So I'm, I'm, I'm at the start of stage with, with this business, but what I plan to do is do more talks and raise awareness of the benefits of healthy lifestyle, benefits of eating well, benefits of exercise. Yeah. Because I feel like you know the church doesn't really focus on that so much. We focus on the hereafter rather than the, the here and now. And the here and now is so important because we've got work to do. We've got, we've got to bring the loss. We've got to spread the kingdom on this earth you know i see i see too many christians get ill and and sick you know the, the altar the altar calls are very long you know when, <laughs> mm. when people get called to, for sick you know if you're sick come up come up for prayer the, the, it's very long and I, I found through my research that a lot of these diseases and sicknesses like cancer and diabetes high blood pressure uh obesity they're all avoidable through nutrition and uh, nutrition and exercise and improving our lifestyles so that's my that's my calling and I, I feel that you know that's my purpose to to show Christians so I've been you know talking trying to trying to get more opportunities looking for more opportunities to speak in churches on yeah what, what, what fitness is all about and what the benefits are of a healthy lifestyle and the, what's great about what God has created through 
you know, in our vegetables, a great cancer, cancer preventing things that he's put in our, in our, in our food, you know, that we can eat every day and, you know, benefit from and avoid all these things that happen to, you know, to, to everyone on this, in this Western world. Fantastic. Um, I, I like that you said that, you know, this is your calling um, because you're absolutely right. Our, our, you know, our, in churches, our altar calls, you know, they are very long and there are a lot of people who are sick. And I think even for believers who have, uh, again, a calling for business or, you know, to be an entrepreneur in this in this day and age, if you're not healthy and fit and physically able, you're not going to really make the impact that you want to make. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, because you know, after, what I find is, you know, I'm trying to, I'm doing this thing on the side, so I've got my nine to five. So before nine and after five, I'm doing business. And if I don't have the energy, if I don't have the the strength to do it, then I can't. You know, yeah. all the willpower in the world can only take you some some somewhere. It, it won't take you all the way. And if your body's not in good good shape, you're not able to do everything that you need to do. Yeah. Because the body affects the mind. Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, we're all interconnected, aren't we? Um, we are. So if there's someone listening who says, Timothy, I absolutely agree with what you're saying, but where would I start? What would be your sort of first starting point for someone who's new, perhaps on this journey of health and well-being or health and fitness? Okay. Well, the first thing to start with is nutrition. What are you eating? Is your what you're eating promoting health in your body? And you start with those questions. And if if the answers to those questions are no, then you look for ways to improve that. And you start with very very small small steps, little tiny steps, because. What happens is once you start, once you get the momentum going, then it's the, it's inevitable that you will get to a good place in the yeah. end. So it starts with nutrition. So cutting out as much sugar as possible from your diet, trying to drink, drink more water, eat more healthy vegetables, avoid simple carbohydrates, so simple white flour, avoid those things that would that that are that don't really promote health so much. Uh, that's the that's diet, and then the second thing is fitness. So your fitness level, your exercise. So I, I encourage people to do what I call a five minute challenge, five minute workout challenge. So exercising for five minutes a day, just five minutes. Yeah. So it could be a brisk walk. It could be a cycle. It could be just putting on a bit of YouTube and just doing some exercise with the person on, on the YouTube. Just some just some exercise for five minutes every day. Make that a, a discipline. So you pray what you do. Christians pray every day. So they pray. And then five minutes, you can, everyone has got five. People are busy, but everyone's got five minutes to exercise. So that's my challenge for everyone. So you could do something like uh, sit-ups for five minutes or burpees or some squats for five minutes or some 
any any kind of exercise, or jumping jacks, anything like that. So just five minutes of exercise is what I encourage people to do. Yeah, that's you know, I've never heard that before. And I think it's a really great starting place because sometimes we could almost, you know, go the extreme and say, right, I'm going to work out for an hour, five times a week. And after the first yeah. two days, you've almost overexerted yourself and then you lose momentum. Yeah. Um, whereas the way you've explained it is, you know, just five minutes every day, it absolutely will build up over time. And it's the, you know, the consistency which makes a difference. Yeah, exactly. It's just, I find my biggest challenge, I exercise for four or five times a week yeah my biggest challenge is getting started okay. so getting started so the, the the goal is to remove all all possible excuses to get started so i i do body weight training and i use bits of bits and pieces of equipment but i do that i do a lot of my my exercise without any equipment so you don't necessarily need need to be a member of a gym. So that takes away one of the objections. So one of the objections is I haven't got money. And then the other objection is I haven't got time. Everyone has five minutes. You just need to structure your day around it and do it first thing and get it out of the way. And what happens is God has made us to made us with to have these hormones in our body, these endorphins that give you a sense of of pleasure, a sense of reward after you've done something that is in line with, with your goals. So, you, you know, we have that built within, within us. So what you happen, what happens is you, once you've done your five minutes of exercise, you get this feeling of euphoria. Yeah. This natural high that uh, it's, 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 a, it's a similar compound to morphine. So the natural, so it's our natural, our body's natural painkillers, but also gives us this amazing feeling of well-being. So that's what I, I motivate people to do. I motivate them. I encourage them to get that five minutes, beat that psychological battle, and get that five minutes of exercise in, and do those little things every day. So what, look at look at your salt intake, and make some small changes to your salt intake, changing. The brand of food, the brand of, of food that you eat, so that you're opting for things that are lower in sugar, or just swapping. If you have a lot of fizzy drinks, swapping from Coke to Diet Coke, and then later on from Diet Coke to fizzy water, or just plain water. Yeah. You know those little changes. They, you know, they compound over time. You know, it's like that whole compounding interest thing. It it has an effect over time. Yeah. And over a period of time, you start to see some real, real benefits, real changes in your life. You know, it's just, just little. I just encourage people to just make those little, little steps, and before you know it, you know, you'll be at, you'll be where you need to be. Absolutely, it sounds really, really good. And you know, I hope for those who are listening, you know, you found it, you know, inspiring and motivating and challenging. Also, that you know, changes are made. I think for the for the modern day person, whether you work or whether you're in business or like yourself, you do both. It's so important that we are intentional with our health and our well-being. Um, we banter words around, you know, about stress and overload and work pressures so often. Um, but I'm sure there's research that says, you know, if you eat a healthy lifestyle and you exercise, you deal with stress better. Is that something that you'd agree with? Absolutely. And... They, they find that the people that live longer are those who 
exercise those who eat, eat right yes. and those who, you know, take care of their body. Absolutely. You know, because we, we, all, we all have a purpose in life and, you know, it's all about fulfilling that and, you know, passing, not, not just that, passing the, the baton down to the next generation, you know, because they learn from us. They learn from us what, from, you know, what we eat and, and that sort of thing. Absolutely. Fantastic. Thank you so much for sharing that, Tim. So what are your aspirations within the business, you know, that you want to do? Yeah, so I, I'm currently trying to, we're, we're working on moving to another part of, part of um, England. We're moving to Kent. So the plan is to do more talks. The plan is to do more classes and more personal training sessions and uh, the open open a gym sometime in the future once I've worked out all the all the uh, the nutty bits of business like marketing. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a big challenge of mine working through the marketing. Uh, yeah, so yeah, that's that's the plan to to grow this thing and to you know raise awareness around fitness in the, in the church and it'd be great to get some pastors actually exercising. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've had some, some interested pastors, but they're, they're so busy, you know. Pastors are really busy. They are, they are. And, you know, that they're absolutely cool to, to, you know, to do what they they are. But in the same way, in order for them to maintain what they're doing, they need to also focus on fitness and health as well. So, Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Because that will give you strength to do more. Absolutely. Fantastic. Brilliant. So, you know, we do pray, you know, that absolutely you manage to fulfill those aspirations and that God blesses your business. Um, do you have any final encouraging words for those who are listening? Yeah. The main thing is to, as I've been saying, just to start small, it's possible to achieve your goals. It's possible to achieve your physical your physical health goals. It's just a question of consistency and being kind to yourself, being loving to yourself because God loves us, you know. We need to love ourselves and say to ourselves how much we appreciate our bodies, you know. One of the things I encourage people to do is to look in the mirror and just tell tell yourself that, that you're valuable that god loves you and just looking look at yourself and tell yourself how appreciative you are of yourself because you know it's it's only by god's grace that you're where you are but the main thing is is just that sense of gratitude even for your body the way it is now it's fulfilling its function and it's doing some good things. There might there might be things that don't quite work or that don't quite function in your body, but there are other things that work really well. So it's that for me it's that big sense of gratitude for the good things and you know, just that, that, that gratitude that God has brought us this for has helped us to be what we are and where we are. And it's just being grateful for what we have and you know, thankful that, you know, good, better things will come because we're grateful for what we have. So, yeah, that's the main thing. Don't, don't be harsh on yourself. Don't speak negatively about yourself. 
in your in your head or verbally. Just speak well of yourself because that's the you know. Just emulate Christ. Christ would only speak well of you. So speak well of yourself and encourage yourself every day. Fantastic. Thank you so much for sharing that, Tim. I, you know, I really hope that people who've been listening have been reminded and encouraged and will go ahead and make those small changes because they definitely will add up. Um, thanks for, for being on the Training Kings podcast today. I'm delighted that you'll be speaking at, um, at, you know, at our event in January. So, you know, if you're available, please do check out um, that event on the website. And once again, Tim, thank you so much and God bless you. Thank you very much. God bless you.